This is Run the Day with Rafe and Tay. We're runners, we're married, and now we've got a podcast. Why? Because we love running so much that we wanted to share it with you, our friends. Today's topic, why and how to create a good morning routine and become a morning person. So whether you just heard that intro and you're like, oh gosh, or you heard it and kind of was interested, stick around and listen. Because even if you're not a morning person, Mm -hmm. you are going to listen to this episode and maybe think, hey, Maybe I should be one. Or maybe you'll think it is possible. Let's start, Tay, because I don't know if I fully know the answer to this. Yes. Have you always been a morning person? I'd say so. Yeah? Yeah, I have. I don't stay up very late. I just feel more energized, more creative in the morning. Whereas I feel like other people, um, like my youngest sister, she just gets so creative and alive at nighttime when I'm going to bed. Yeah. What about you? Um. I don't think I've always been a morning person. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've been a night owl. Yeah. I feel like I've had a weird blend depending on what stage I was in my life. Mm-hmm. But what you just said is one thing I want to preface before we get into the episode right. is that I do think there's certain parts of day and night that in terms of things like creativity yes. are truly just how you're wired. Yeah. Like a, a person who's creative at night shouldn't stop being creative at night and just wake up in, mor- in the morning you know, and change that. I think rather what we're saying is that there's a lot of benefits that maybe get overlooked to why prioritizing your morning and your routine and what you do and how that shapes you for the rest of your day. Yeah. So we're big advocates for the mornings and just having a healthy, sustainable morning routine. And that doesn't mean that it's easy to get up in the morning or to go to bed earlier, but Mm -hmm. It's just something that we found the most benefit in. I don't know if it ever becomes easy Mm. to be a morning person. We're just saying you don't have to be a morning person to make the most out of your morning because I'm still not a morning person. I don't know if it ever becomes easy, at least for me, Yeah, but it has become consistent. Yes. And you found the benefits out of it. So that's why you keep doing it. Yeah. But I don't wake up and I'm like, oh. Like, <laughs> today is like very joyful in the morning and like oh today's gonna be a great day and i'm just like oh my god shut it up it is important to start your day with a positive thought so here's how we're gonna break down this episode first we're gonna discuss why we're advocates of having a morning routine and then we're gonna discuss how you start to develop that all right so you wake up what's your first step my first step in the morning when i wake up is i grab my journal after I write in my journal, I either write in bed or I've gotten out of bed and then I sit back on top of my bed and not in the covers or in the journal. Okay. Depends on the mood. But after I do that, I make the bed. Cool. So I either make the bed before I write in my journal or I write in my journal and then make the bed. So after I journal, after I make my bed, um, I get ready for a run. I usually eat something small like a banana and then... Yep. I get dressed. All my clothes are already picked out in the morning. So I just instantly put my clothes on and I just start getting ready to go for my run. My first step is I always put my phone away from me. So I have to get up to turn it off. Mm -hmm. So after you turn off your alarm, what do you do next? My second step, 64 days proud, I meditate Mm -hmm. for 20 minutes. Nice. It's such a great habit. Next, important to me to preface this also. Mm -hmm. 
is I don't like the stuff that goes around of like these like perfect, unrealistic morning routines. Yeah. So a part of my routine that I don't think is great is after I meditate, I typically get on my phone and I look at social media sometimes for too long and it gets me in a bad uh, time management perspective. But that's probably what I most likely do after mm-hmm. meditating. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you recognize that. You gotta be honest. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing these videos of like, I, I read light therapy, then I cold shower. It's like sick. You probably have done that like once in the past 20 days. Yeah. But yet you're trying to sell it. Not a fan of that. Yeah, but I anyway. No, but I'm saying it's good that you recognize what works for you and what doesn't. Like you realize yeah. like I scroll my phone and it puts me in a yeah, bad yeah. time management. For sure. for sure. Eat and then go for the run. So mm-hmm. I think that's something we've consistently done for a decent amount of time now. That's our morning mm-hmm. routine. Um, but we say that to just give context, not to tell you that that's what you have to do because everyone's different. And I think it'd be naive for us to not approach this episode and understand the fact that people work at different hours, have, have different children. children, have different children. No, no, like some people have families. They, yeah, you have different priorities. So it's not a one size fits all thing. But the intent is by discussing why we do certain things and then discussing how we've done them that you take what you feel is applicable to you and implement it into your life. First part, why do we do what we just spoke about? Why do we have this morning routine? So I was a young lad, perhaps (laughs) a teenager. (laughs) I don't know why this video resonated with me at the age I was. And I honestly don't know her name, but she was on, I don't even know her name. It's really bad. Anyway, she was on Oprah. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't watch Oprah. You found it on YouTube or uh, yeah, something. Yeah, I found it some YouTube clip or something. But anyway, the point that they got at was filling your cup. And it's a, typically, I think, a concept that a lot of people associate with being selfish, which mm-hmm. I disagree. So I, I like to do the analogy that you wake up in the morning and there's mm-hmm. two cups. Right. There's one cup that is yourself, you, and then the other cup is what you give to the world. And then one of them has water in it and one of them does not. So why I like the morning routine is that selfishly, I want to pursue the things that fill my cup Mm -hmm. with the intention of that. Then I'm able to give that water or that energy Mm -hmm. to the things in my life that need it. So you, my friends, my family, my profession, whatever the day throws your way, I want to build up as much energy first thing in the morning before the world naturally drains that. Yeah, I think that could be very difficult for a lot of people when they feel like there's a lot of demanding priorities in their life. So maybe a way to try and get your cup to be filled is to be waking up earlier and trying to implement a morning routine with just something. doesn't have to be a 20 step routine but just something simple that you know will just fill up your cup and something that you can be present in for just a few moments yeah i think self-love and self fulfillment is important and is not a selfish act Mm -hmm. because if you go in with the intent that i want to give the best version of myself to everyone in my life Mm -hmm. i cannot do that without prioritizing what i need and i think first thing in the morning so that's why I love or one of the reasons why I love working out and having like doing things in the morning. Right. What specifically of those things that you spoke about doing your meditation and then scrolling your phone and then getting ready for your run. What which of those things help fill up your cup and what are some ideas other people could try to 
utilize in the morning to fill up their cups? It's meditation and running. And the meditation part, I think, is I, I use the Headspace app. So it's not like I'm like some monk here. I would not be able to do it if it wasn't guided. Mm-hmm. Um, How many minutes are you up to? I'm up to 20 minutes. That's but I've huge. Had, I've had a battling like uh, I've always wanted to be more present and, you know, learn that from meditation. And it's taken me a while. Like, you know, I, I did it somewhat consistently last year. Then I fell off. So I think what was helpful for me, and maybe this helps other people too, and it's it's along the vein of what we're talking about, is that I like to set that every morning, it's not always going to be possible for me to do 20 minutes. So for the mornings when you know one of our friends is staying over, we have to wake up really early to do something else, three minutes. The bare minimum is I give it three minutes. Yeah. The maximum is I give it 20. Mm-hmm. So that sets up that when obstacles are thrown your way or when you have other priorities in life, you still can do that thing and, you know, check off the consistent streak of doing it. But it doesn't have to be to the standard that is, you know, not possible to do every single day. Right. So I guess to put it in like an actionable, an actionable steps is if you want to start having a morning routine or just try to start filling up your cup in the morning yeah. before life happens, if you wake up just maybe three minutes earlier or just five minutes earlier. And maybe it is doing a meditation or writing in your journal, just something small. And you know that that's your moment to fill up your cup and you make it intentional and purposeful. And all you have to do is just turn that alarm on three minutes earlier or five minutes earlier. It doesn't have to be, like we said, a 20 minutes earlier. So that way you can meditate for 20 minutes. Because you don't always get to do that. Set your minimum and set your maximum. Yeah. That's also spoken about in the Atomic Habits book which we spoke about in um, our previous podcast episode, is to get a good habit going, set a minimum. So every Mm. day, if you're like, want to work out and you don't have time to do it, set the minimum of just 10 minutes a day. You could just get on the floor and do 10, you know, some push-ups, just something small. And then you'll realize those days that you actually are able to do a full workout, you're you're keeping up with it. It's consistent. Next reason why. Why don't you take this one? So another reason why we're advocates of having a morning routine or just getting up a little bit earlier to start your day is that it's actually like proven that the morning sunlight is really good for you. So they say that you should get outside like for 15 minutes right when you wake up in the morning or within 30 minutes. And that might not be possible for everyone because you might wake up and it's dark outside, especially the winter. That can be a little depressing because it's still dark. Um, but anytime you can try to get some type of sunlight is just really good for you in the morning. I think it doesn't always have to be about, I think sunlight is a factor, but I think there's something to being outside, mm. you know, to give a plug to running. One of the reasons why mm-hmm. I personally like it so much is that, I don't know, at least in our world, it is, you know, wake up inside your home, travel inside your car, go work in office. Like you don't get a lot of moments to just be outside yeah, or just like the fresh air, the nature. Yeah, I think that's an underappreciated mm-hmm. part of our world. Yeah, for sure. So starting, I guess what you could yeah. just say is that instead of waking up and going on to your cell phone or going on to the TV to like watch the news, try to just have like some moments of sunlight or just moment outside, something in solitude, just yeah. to be appreciative of everything around you and acknowledge your own thoughts before, you know, you're, you look at all the text messages you have or the notifications from the night before or look mm-hmm. on the news, just having a moment of to yourself. 
Yeah, I think it subconsciously brings you peace. At least it does to mm-hmm. me. I don't think I always am self-aware of it, but when you go outside and you look at this world that we live in, this massive world, and you know we're just all like a small yeah. fragment <laughs> of it, it makes these like issues that we like build up in our head seem really not as important as they are. Next reason we're a fan of having a morning routine and prioritizing your morning is I think it gives you a competitive edge. Yeah, confidence. It gives you confidence. Yeah, to tackle your day, to run your day. To run your day. (laughs) When you're exercising or when you're checking off that to-do list with your morning routine, again, subconsciously, you go into the rest of your day around other people and it gives you a little bit of an edge, you feel like, to, to others that, hey, I did X, Y, and Z already while... Someone else just slept, woke up, and you know went to work. Like yeah, for sure. I think it gives you a little bit of a competitive edge that you could take on more mm-hmm. than maybe the other other people around you. So you feel like you've already a step above everyone else. Yeah, you've already accomplished something. So you definitely have a good momentum and confidence going mm-hmm. into the rest of your day. And I, I like think that, that momentum is key. Momentum, that, is a yeah. Good word. So. You already accomplished something, whether it is just that five-minute meditation or 20-minute meditation or your long workout or your journal. Like You've put yourself first for those few minutes that you Mm -hmm. have, and now you're ready to take on the next part of your day. I like that. It's like a snowball effect. It's the momentum of winning, like the small wins. So you carry on that momentum of winning to the rest Mm -hmm. of your day. Yeah. Rather in comparison to maybe... A person who doesn't have an established morning routine, it's it's more it's easier for things to go wrong or for you to get dragged down or upset about X, Y, Z. Again, if you wake up and you just instantly go to do your job, and I think this was a problem for a lot of people during the pandemic and things like that, mm-hmm. is that you got no no win. You got no moments to fulfill yourself before going into something that probably isn't going to fill you up. If we're being real, most people aren't working something that really like, fills them up. Yeah. Well, whether they love their job or not, it is something you're giving your energy to. Yeah. So back to the concept of like filling up your cup is that you have that little small win or big, depending on what you choose to do with your morning. And it gives you that edge. And that I think edge. it's important because if it's something that you care about, then you are putting yourself first and you're filling up your cup. And you're not letting someone else or something else interrupt it. Like you got to do it and now you get to check it off. Like I got down something that was really important to me. Mm-hmm. And now you can move on and pour your cup into everything else. That's why I love running in the morning. Because I just, I've got, I did it. I got my run in. And whether that works for you or not, it just feels so great to just be done. And now you get to start your day and you feel like you've already had a whole like day before you start your actual day-to-day job or Mm -hmm. day-to-day life and responsibilities i never run and then afterwards i'm like damn like why why did i do that yeah you never regret a run you never do always happy yeah whether 100 happy every single time whether the run went well or did not go well you're still happy you're still happy you did it i'm proud of yourself yes you're doing it yeah you have to appreciate yourself and give yourself credit that you did it whether it went well or not so celebrate those damn small wins yes, and let those small wins build up a big ball of wins that then you push through the rest of your day with. Yeah, it gives you a snowball effect of momentum. Yeah, and then you t- 
toss that snowball in Taylor Ann's face. <laughs> what? Next reason why. This is an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Tay and I are very different that Tay loves routine. Mm-hmm. I appreciate routine, but desire spontaneity sometimes. <laughs> Regardless, it is proven by these things that we wear on our wrist our and whoop. by scientists and stuff. Our whoop. Our whoop. That having routine is good for your body. So we utilize our whoop band, which is like a health fitness um, tracker, the health tracker. And I mean, you can use so many different apps and whatnot, but we love our, our whoop band. And it tracks your habits and you log them and it will give you actual data of what is working, what isn't. So signs that your HRV is doing well, your resting heart rate is low, all these different factors. And a lot of it is because of having a consistent bedtime and wake up time. That is really important and really huge. And you can even log if you woke up in the morning and got direct sunlight, if you watch TV before bed, but it's just the data behind it shows that having a routine is really significantly important. It's really Mm -hmm. important to have a routine and it makes an impact on your body. And I think it has to do with the circadian rhythm in your mind of when you get ready to go to bed, making sure that your body's actually in a resting state. You're not energized or stimulated by the TV or if you worked late, you did something to calm your mind and calm your body and that way you are able to get good quality sleep. Mm -hmm. If you wake up in the morning and you do something check your phone like that might stress you and you might not feel energized next let's discuss how so how to develop a morning routine or in other words how to become a morning person five reasons tay number one hit it it starts with the night before so we've definitely talked about this before but preparation is so key to having a successful morning routine or just feeling like you can be a quote quote morning person So what's your preparation? The preparation is if you're going to go for a run, you pick out your clothes the night before. If you are going to go into work or you're traveling and you need to make your lunch, meal prep the night before, the weekend before. Everything is about preparing. Have a plan for what you're going to do when you wake up. If you are going to journal, have your journal right by your bed. Have everything planned out. If you're going to meditate in the morning, where? Removing all the distractions. It's important to just prepare yourself for the for the morning. Number two, here's what you're going to do. Your phone is going to be your alarm. Mm-hmm. This is coming from the guy who has had many different types of alarms. I've had <laughs> the old school ones that, you know, you slap the snooze button. I've used my watch and I've used my whoop. The problem with all of those is that I tap this, I turn it off. I press this button, I turn it off. I hit the snooze button, I turn it off. Your brain naturally wants to be lazy and it wants to do the simplest thing. So what you do is that you put your phone, you set an alarm and you put it across the room and there are mornings that are harder than others, but one thing is going to stay consistent. I have to get up and I have to turn off the sound. Yes, you have to turn it off. I cannot continue to sleep with that thing going off. So very simple thing, but... You get out of bed and once you're out of bed and you stop the alarm, most of the time you're not going to like, oh, I'm going to go back to bed. Like it, you you did the hardest part. Yep. You have to just take another step forward towards the door and just walk out of the room. Get out of that. Just, you're ready. You're ready there. Just 
get through the door. Don't turn back around. Yeah. Huge, very small thing, but it makes a huge difference. And I think this concept ties directly into number three. Which is the five second rule. Shout out to the five second rule. I think it's been mentioned in at least 60% of our podcasts. So if you don't know, the five second rule is by Mel Robbins. She came up with this concept and you count backwards, five, four, three, two, one, and you take the action. So why this works? This works. There's a lot of science behind it. Mel Robbins did a ton of research. She wrote a book about it. She has so much about it. She has a TED talk about it. But basically, it shuts down the thoughts of you having resistance towards the action. Mm. So you five, four, three, two, one, take the action. It blocks any type of thought that you have. I think it's like what they call like a mind hack. It's like tricking your brain that there's this timeline or there's this like, you know, false countdown that it has to react to. Yep. So if you're starting to think. And it eliminates thoughts. Because I think that's what, what gets down, right? As you wake up, maybe you want to get out of bed. You say, I'm tired. Oh, I should mm-hmm. sleep in because of X, Y, Z, but I can't because mm-hmm. like, then the narrative starts. When you kick in the five second rule, shut down that narrative, mm-hmm. take an action. Yep. So when the alarm goes off, I don't put my alarm across the room like Rafe does. I have done that before and it really helps. And I've noticed it helps you so much. Like it's made such a difference. So what really helps me is my alarm is right next to me. I'll turn it off and then I count down five, four, three, two, one. And I just swing my legs off the bed and I sit up and I get out of bed. Small legs. (laughs) It really helps. And once I'm standing up, then I say today is going to be a great day. (laughs) So you cannot sit on the edge of the bed with your feet touching the ground. Okay, Rafe, really? Tough life. (laughs) Here is number four. Here's the next thing you're going to do. You're going to create a reward for yourself. Yes. Because you deserve a reward for waking up and becoming a morning person. So here's some things that can be your rewards. Some things that are ours. Coffee. We deserve to have one thing in our lives that consistently day after day we look forward to. So like, oh, you know, it's caffeine. But who cares? I just want to look forward to that coffee. And that's going to get me through the morning. So it could be a coffee. It could be a protein shake that you can that you make. It could be a breakfast that yeah, you eat. We were on this trend of having avocado toast. And I genuinely looked forward to having it when I woke I up in too. the morning. I, I was too. like getting up and go for a run. And then yeah. I got to come back and have my avocado toast. Yeah. Your reward doesn't have to just be a, a drink or a food. Yeah. I think something too that we've looked forward to is that when you're exercising, when you're running, find a route that you really like mm-hmm. and what's that one part of the route that you just love so you know we're lucky enough to live in the boston area and when we run towards harvard square and you know we're on the charles river and you kind of look down the river and see the city line it's like yeah. damn i like partially like i look forward to that moment when i'm crossing the bridge and i can just see the city yeah that's honestly what sometimes gets me out of bed is just thinking about how i'm wanting to feel out there because once i'm out there and i'm running i oftentimes think i wish i woke up earlier because that is your time to fill up your cup we're choosing the morning to be our time so to keep sleeping in you're kind of wasting it away before you have to start your actual day it is with number five so number five is just ease into it 
If you normally go to bed at 11 p.m. or later than that, if you start... Later than 11. Well, some people. If you all of a sudden jump to going to bed at 9 p.m., you're just going to be laying there thinking about all the things you should be doing. You're not going to sleep well. So start by going into small increments. Start going to bed a little bit earlier and then start turning your alarm on a little bit earlier. So don't all of a sudden jump to waking up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. Take your time. Maybe try 15 or 30 minute increments and day after day, just keep improving it. And Mm -hmm. I know that I've done that. It helps so much. So that's why we're advocates of having a morning routine and being a quote unquote morning person. And then that's how to become a morning person. All right. So questions submitted here. Thank you for submitting questions. Thank you. Tips on how to prevent burnout. Oh, that's a good question. The loaded question. Yeah. Have you ever experienced burnout? I think so. Yeah. When do you think... I don't think as much as maybe other people have yet. Well, why? So how do you prevent Mm. it? What are you doing that other people aren't? Mm. Uh, I think my intentions are clear. Oh, okay. I think that's a big part of burnout. Mm -hmm. We've talked about in previous episodes of like starting into this sport of running Mm -hmm. without having intentions of why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. And I think the more and more you're forcing yourself to do something you really don't want to do because Mm -hmm. you have the wrong perspective, it burns you out. So I'm thinking this more from a mental burnout perspective. Yeah. From a physical perspective, it's you know your your training plan isn't isn't aligned with mm-hmm. your uh, fitness. Yes. So I was going to say to prevent burnout is I think balance. Balance. Yeah. So allowing yourself to take a rest day and don't feel guilty about it. I know I struggled with that a lot. Feeling like that one day or that one mile I yeah. didn't do is gonna dictate my success or my fitness level but it's not sometimes taking a step back will help give you a step forward Mm -hmm. and make you more successful yeah for sure you want to do another question next question we have that was submitted is what superhero do you relate to the most and why submitted by mom oh i don't know that's a really good question I i feel like batman's mine i figured that was yours well, so rude about it. Oh, no. I just figured. You're going to feel bad that you were so rude about no, it. No, I'm not being rude. I just, I'm not surprised because you love Batman. Because I like, I think Batman's progression as a human is overlooked. Oh, okay. Batman goes through a rough childhood, a mm-hmm. traumatic event, mm-hmm. and maybe in a healthy or unhealthy way, uses it as fuel mm-hmm. to become a superhero. How about you? Honestly, I don't know. You're not a big superhero gal. I don't know what superhero I relate to the most. My mom. She's my superhero. No, no, that is not an answer. Yes, she's my superhero. (laughs) Kiss That's true. That's not what it said. It said superhero. Yeah, my mom is a superhero. I mean, I'm thinking superhero is a comic book hero. Your mom does not have a movie or comic book. Last time I checked. You don't know. All right, well, mine's Batman, it tastes her mom. Yeah. Okay, so for today's Tay Tip, experienced this recently, and it was related to the topic that we're talking about today is creating a reward to get out of bed. And Rafe actually helped me come up with this. I had to get up out of bed 
And I needed something to motivate me to not physically get out of bed, but to keep doing the things I was doing in the morning. And this is really silly, but something that Rave helped me come up with was thinking about something to cheat yourself with. So I was doing a part-time job in the morning before work. And I thought about motivation of if I work through these this morning, through this session, I'll be able to buy a new pair of running shorts or I'll be able to put that money towards going out to dinner. So actually, we talked about rewards, but actually thinking about like what something is going towards, even if it's getting up and going for a run, think about the reward of if I do this, I'll get closer to my goal of running that race. Or if I do this, I'll be in a better mood for work and think about the long-term benefits. Yes, that's today's Tay Tip. Hopefully it helps you. (laughs) It helped me. My race rant is, I wish there was a world where water (laughs) had a taste. I really, I've always been keen on hydration, but like it really just sucks like how boring water is. That's why I'm always in pursuit of a fun drink, like a coffee, like an Olipop. Olipop, please sponsor us. Or like a kombucha. They tend to be the bougie ones, but... Why can't water just have a natural, like, good taste to it? Well, do you ever add anything to it? I mean, we do, but I'm just saying, I, I never want plain water. Mm. I want it to be flavored in, not in an unhealthy way, just 24-7. Like, imagine that, like, 24-7. 24/7. I, I had to say 24-7 every episode. Just imagine a world where your favorite fruit, like strawberry, yeah, like water just tasted like strawberries. No Wait. sweeteners, no. Okay. Well, I'm saying a Tay Tab is that... There are Why do you have to give a tape tip every time I rant? Because I have a solution for you. You could put a, it's a water bottle infuser. You put fruit in it, lemon. I'm not doing that. It's too much work. That I is... want it to come out the sink like that. Strawberry flavored. Okay, not sure who's creating that. All right, guys. As always, we believe in you. And Tay, take it away. Go run the day. Don't let the day run you. Oh, I need a slice of pizza. I'm starving, kid.